degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlineVirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Our degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit onlinevirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Hey everybody, MC Andrew Love back on your screen one more time. And I want to say thank you for watching another episode of Let's Chat and Jam. In this edition, I have a special guest coming from Nigeria by the name of King Josh. King Josh is a broadcaster, an author, an A&R, and everything in between when it comes to the industry. Check out this interview we did right now. What's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love, back on your screen one more time with another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I have a dope guest, a brother from Nigeria, and you see him right there. None other than King Josh. So let's bring King Josh to the show. Yeah, King Josh, man. How are you doing today, King Josh? Well, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Real great. Yeah, so so what have you been up to, man? Yeah, actually, I've been up to a whole lot of stuff lately. I've been, you know, making sure... I evolve around the media industry and also evolve around all the other stuff that has to do with artistry and all that. And um, I'm physically broadcasting. So that's what I've been up to. So when did you realize you had a passion for broadcasting? Wow. That's quite, um, that's been a long time. I've been, let's say, 20 years back. Yeah. That was when I got, got to meet uh, my mentor. I'm talking about Kenny Ogumbe. And D1 Adelia in Nigeria. So, you know, when I got to meet them and I, I was actually, you know, pulled in by their persona and the courage they have in the broadcasting industry. It got me inspired. Yeah, I was just going to ask you who was your greatest influence, but you just answered that question right there. Oh, oh, really? Uh, well, uh, I'll say D1 and Kenny Ogunbe because they started from nothing. You know, they, they, they've been in the broadcasting industry for, for so long. And, um, I think they started up with AIT Jams. That was way back then. And from AIT Jams, they came into, um, Kenny's music, um, you know, the normal TV program that runs for 30 minutes. And after that, um, Kenny Ogumbi and Adili, they left that and they went into the full lowdown in terms of Kenny music, having a record label, and also having a radio station. So right now they have a radio station, ongoing a terrestrial radio station. So definitely they'd be my mentor from time till now. But what if, what would be the difference between the two countries when it comes to broadcasting rights? Well, actually, you know, every system of broadcasting has its rules and regulations as usual. But, you know, when it comes to the African settings, 
Um, it comes with not just policies, but it comes with mutual agreement when it comes to broadcasting because we have the broadcasting commission. They have the pace and at which they tell you on when you want to establish your radio station or when you want to establish your TV station or perhaps you have a TV network or a radio network or you have contents, contents that you buy for the purpose of broadcasting. So it has its policies surrounding it. But I don't know if that of the US, uh, the United States, but for that of Nigeria to be precise, um, we go by the the understanding of certain fees to be paid for, which as of now, I cannot put my fingers on what the current amount is. But I know as of four years back, it was close to uh, five to 10 million error to have a non-commercial radio station. Then I think 10 million and both to have a commercial FM station that runs between um, that was as a terrestrial FM station or wow. a terrestrial TV station, yes. So when you're not broadcasting, what are you doing? Now, if I'm not broadcasting, yes. What I do is I go into writing a book. I go into writing. I go into, I go into writing. I go into production. Now, when I mean writing, I have a company right now. And that's go by the name, the house of Regina and Joshua. And the company is into writing of books, inspirational books, motivational books. And at the same time, we go into website creation and development, especially the e-commerce. We specialize or personalize e-commerce website for every brand from small scale industry to the large scale industry. So that's what the House of Virginia and Joshua does. You know, so that's my own company right about now. And um, I co-own the company with Regina Brown. She's in Florida, home state. So she's also the CEO of the company as well. So we co-own the company together. And she's, um, she's based in the United States. And she's Indian and also a Black American. So aside from... Aside from Broadcasting, this is what I do. Majorly, this is what I do. I, I write, I go into production, I go into artistry and all that. So that's what I do, majorly. Yeah, I, yeah. I checked out your website and I saw some sneakers on there. Uh, Italian-made sneakers. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, I, actually, the, the sneakers actually look pretty comfortable. I was really tempted to buy a pair. <laughs> well, actually, um, actually, uh, the Iron J sneakers is the next evolution. I'm telling you, it's the next revolution. It's the next epitome of sneakers. When you talk about being comfortable, when you talk about, you know, sometimes when you put on some sneakers, you walk with it, you see the fabric, it breaks, it breaks. After some couple of times, but the Iron J sneakers is not that way. It is 100% Italian leather and it's made and produced, it's made and produced all the way from Italy and straight down to our store in the United States. So, because we have a store in the United States at Florida. Okay. I'm going to check that store out when I'm in Florida again. 
Yeah, trust me. We have, although, although, although it's not, it's not uh, like a one, like a sole owned store. It's a partnership owned store where you have other brands as well. But we have our brand as well there too. All right. So yeah. tell us some of the experiences you've had since you've been in broadcasting. Wow. That's deep. Um, It all started with a whole lot of passion, right? Experiences. First of all, people see you on the mic box. They see you behind the mic box. They see you. They see you around, and they like, man, he got it all going. You know, trust me. I feel pains inside. I feel sometimes I feel like crying. You know, the experiences are so mixed up. Sometimes you have joy, you have pain. Sometimes you go through trying times when you even like five minutes about to get on air, just like today. Five minutes to get on air, I got a phone call. And trust me, I don't want to go deep into it. So I wasn't feeling myself. But you know what? I just have to put up that smile and make everybody you know, feel good. But King Josh wasn't really feeling good from the inside. Now, I had a whole lot of experience with TV and radio. I started all the way from Datoon Jams. And that was then I was having my own program on Radio 1 FM. No, then it was Choice FM. So I did that for a couple of years, and they liked what I did. And trust me, I didn't put in my CV for unemployment. I got a direct employment into Choice FM, which literally became Radio 1 FM. I became an in-house radio presenter at the same time still running a sponsor program. So that was going head to head. Now, when I left there, I came in contact with Charles, Mr. Charles. Now, Mr. Charles was the CEO of Fresh Rip Channel. Now, I'm telling, I'm taking you straight down to the experiences I had that got me to this point where I am in right now. And I'm taking the vibes, now. bro. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. So I got in contact with Mr. Charles. Now, Mr. Charles happened to listen to me on Niger based radio mix. On Radio One FM on the 3.5, the Terrence Charles FM station. So when Mr. Charles got in contact with me, Mr. Charles was like, dude, you, then I used to go by the name JB. Like, JB? Yeah, I, I used to listen to you. I'm like, yeah. So he was like, I have a channel, a 24 hours channel on Star Times. And I want you to come check me up in the office and see. And so let's talk. Trust me. MC Andrew, love. This was the second time I got a job again without a CV. Wow. I'm telling you. And he was like, you know what? How much do you want to take for your salary? I'm like, I said, name the price. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be taking nothing less than, I said, I'm going to be taking nothing less than, let's say, uh, or 70, 70 to 80,000 naira. So he was now laughing. He was like, what? I thought you were going to mention 120,000 naira. I was like, really? So he was like, you know what? If it's that you want me to pay you, I will pay you. Just come work for me. So he employed me as the head of programs at Freshwave Channel. And then it was Channel 234, as I then on Star Times. But Mr. Charles got into a problem with pressure channels because he wasn't able to pay 
his broadcasting fee for the channel. So they had so they had to yank him off air at that time. So Mr. Charles had to travel back to the United States. He's staying at, yes, he's staying at Texas right now, but we still keep in contact. So after then, I left Freshwood Channel. So I asked myself, I was like, Josh, I said, what do you want to do? And you've been working with a whole lot of people, and I know you have this in you. So I think it's high time for you to get this up and running. So I came through with Global Base on TV, and that okay. became a TV net. Yes, and that became a TV network. So that ran for a period of time. So in between Global Base on TV came Shen. So Shen was a white boy, a white boy in UK. And trust me, I got so much love for every gen, for every skin color. Trust me, King Judge got so much love for everybody. So he was like, okay, Josh, I see what you're doing. I love it. Let's see how we can roll Central Radio UK all the way from Nigeria to East London. I was like, okay, let's do it. So I and Shen, we got, you know, all together and we made it all happen. So at the same time, I was running Global Base on TV, running the management because we got... Then I think we employed eight to 10 staffs. And trust me, MC Andrew Love, I was paying them from Global Base on TV with my partner, Dre, who at that time was based in the UK, but he goes okay. to Spain. He goes to Spain because he has his, he has his adopted child, a daughter in Spain. So he goes to Spain to visit her and okay. all that. Makes sense. Yeah. So after that, we went down through, I went down through with, with Global Biz and TV and Central Radio UK. And at that time, I and Dre had problems with staff management. So we had to go our separate ways. And it was so sad. And that was when I got so healed. I got sick. You know, I was looking, I was looking like this, and that's where the pain come. The pain came in. I was looking like this, but I was I was half gone. Trust me, MC Andrew Love. I want to say this right now to the whole world, and I want to say this big time to the whole world. At that time, I had to go. I was so down. I could not find my feel. My feel. I could not find it. So what I did was, I was so depressed. Trust me, you'll be the first person hearing this. All my interviews. On the terrestrial FM station and TV, I've never mentioned this. MC Andrew Love, I took a belt, tied it to the fan in my sitting room. What? I almost took, yeah, I almost took my life. Why would you do that? No, no I tell you, see, that's how much I love what I do. You know, when you give back to a baby, your brand, your company, your baby, and you see your baby die in front of you, you feel so depressed. That was how Global Base on TV was to me. So now that you've explained that, it, it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. Your so passion, this was, So this was what happened. After that, a friend of mine came to my house. He was like, oh, hey, dude, what's up? How you doing, Josh? I said, yeah, I'm good. He was like, okay, you know what? There's somebody who wants to run some stuff. I said, what stuff? said ABT TV Network. I'm like, ABT TV Network? I said, I don't know them. Like, I don't know them. 
He said, okay, you know what? I want you to come. I know you got the ABA. Come on board. Since you've lost this, so come on board. I'm like, okay. You know what? I'm going to come on board. Just give me some time. It took me one week to get myself in order after he came to my house and told me that. So when I went to him, I told him, I said, okay, now I'm down. So we went to meet and voila, my boss-to-be was a female. A female what? person. Yeah, okay. a female person. So I was like, okay, fine, good. So she, so she sat me down. First of all, the interview was, she wants me to be a TV presenter, right? I'm like, okay, fine, no problem. So I said, okay, let's do it. Now she said, after the interview, she now called me back to a round table. She said, okay, I see you have more steeds than just a presenter. I think, I don't know, know how this is going to work, but let's just start with I was like, okay, fine. And that's what it is. So went down the lane, went down the road and all that. And after three months, she promoted me to be, she promoted me to be an operational manager at ABT TV Network. And yet, I was still a TV presenter. Now, if you check my Instagram and you, you're going to see me with a mic box in a marketplace. That was ABT TV Network. So after that, and all that, and all that, I came down. That went for a while, for a while, for a while. I was like, no, I ain't feeling this. I ain't feeling this. No, I'm not feeling this. So I had to resign myself. So I resigned. So I went back to start doing my own thing, right? And I did that with Radio One of them back again. But this time around, I got an endorsement from an institute of aviation. Okay. So they endorsed, so they endorsed the program. So I was running my stuff solely. I got paid on that. So I did that up until a while. I'm like, okay, fine. I think, Josh, you know what? You're good right now. So it's about time for you to go back to radio. The way everybody wants you to be heard. They want you, they want to fuel you 24 hours. They want to fuel you 247. So this is the time. So I said, okay. And voila, Niger Tourism Radio. That's what's up right now. So do you have any advice? For young broadcasters, somebody that wants to do what you're doing, get into radio. What would you tell them? Yeah, actually, for those who want to go into broadcasting, I'll tell them, first of all, make sure you have the passion. And make sure your passion is very dogged and rugged. Don't think you want to go into broadcasting because you just want to be in front of the TV set and you want everybody to say hi on the street. No, you make sure that is exactly what you want. And once you're going into it, trust me, there's no going back. You're going to be stuck with it for life. So for those who want to go into broadcasting, make sure you're well-disciplined, you're dogged with your passion, and make sure you have the drive. That when all lights are being put out, you're going to be the light shining in the room. And that's what's up. You got a point. I can relate on that, and I'm going to touch you on that. Broadcasting. It's always been in my blood ever since I was a child because my wow. mother would have these records and she'd have this record player. And I used to go in her room and listen to the record player. So my wow. mother got tired of it one day. And she said, Andrew, why don't you take this record player out to you? In case this is where you want to listen to it all the time. 
So I used to believe, pretend I was a DJ, so I would make mixtapes. And I would record oh. myself talking in the mic and, like, switching songs. Yeah. This is, right now, my dream passion. Me interviewing people across all platforms. This here is my dream job, man. I, I couldn't ask for any other type of work. That's what I'm saying. That's this what I'm is saying. the thing, MC, man. MC Andrew Love, that's what I'm saying. You my blood, brother. You my yes. blood. You know what it is. Do you have any burning desires? My burning desires is, to, is what I'm doing already. The house of Regina and Joshua. That's what I'm doing already. And yeah, that is what it is. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, let me speak to everyone. I can't say America real quick because now we're speaking to Nigeria too. So let me speak to everyone that. right now. I'm MC Andrew Love. This is Let's Chat and Jab. And this, my special guest, is King Josh. This brother has been through a lot, as you've heard through his story. But one thing he has is heart and conviction. He has yeah. equipped. He still is going no matter what. Even when he thought his life was over when it came to broadcasting and TV. He said, you know what? I'm not going to give up. Somebody gave him a lifeline, and he took it. And now look where he's at right now. Nigeria, yeah. Niger Tourism Radio. It's amazing, man. Your whole life just went in full circle, and now you're back where you started. And now wow. you're meant to you're meant to be a broadcaster, um, King Josh. I know that because you have to look for it. You could be um, on the radio, on TV. You got the voice as well. I'm digging the vibes, King Josh, and I'm glad to have met you. And when I watch you, I see somebody I would like to emulate from time to time. <laughs> and see Andrew Love. Trust me, you my blood. At all yeah. time. So I, I want to say thank you for coming through the show, man. I appreciate uh, the time. This has time. been a wonderful experience for me. I enjoyed uh, your company. I, uh, I must say I have a lot more respect for Nigerians after since I met you than I've ever uh, had in my life. You are uh, one cool dude, man. God bless you. And I pray that you get all the blessings that God is going to throw to you. I pray that you crush every goal that you set forth for yourself. Amen. And I I pray that you become successful in everything you shoot out to do. Amen. You too have to grow. And now that you've been here for the first time, you've now become part of the Let's Chat and Jam fan. Which means... That when you want to come by and talk and shoot the breeze, all you got to do is say, hey, Drew, I want to talk. So MC I Drew, say, love. I will put you brother. on the calendar and let's My get brother. it. Man. My brother. One love. Yes. You know, this is it. The time is over. We've ended the show. I appreciate you coming through, man. I really do. And love, I want bro. you to stay safe. In Nigeria. And you too. And you well, stay you. safe, brother. Stay safe. Yes. And for everybody else out there, man, stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. Peace out, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching. And if you like 
what you saw, hit the subscribe button and also tap that notification bell right there so that way you won't miss an episode of a conversation with series right here on Let's Chat and Jam. En USPS entregamos más paquetes para que tú también puedas hacerlo. ¡Llegaron mis zapatos de fútbol! Más rápido de lo que esperaba. ¿Entrega para la futura deportista? ¡Huepa! Llegó la sortija y le va a encantar. Está en ella. ¿Entrega para una futura esposa? ¡Oye! Llegó mi nueva computadora. ¿Entrega para una futura startup? En USPS, sin importar el negocio que tengas, siempre estaremos entregando por ti. Entregamos para todos. Conoce más en USPS.com diagonal para todos. When you're up in your sprayer, remember to look ahead into the future. Because if you've made the smart decision to plant Enlist E3 soybeans, now's the time to protect them with Enlist herbicides. The superior tank mix flexibility easily allows multiple sites of action and keeps your weed control programs effective beyond just this season. Visit Enlist.com to see how a better weed control system can help fight resistance on your fields today and tomorrow.